for all my people studying for all your finals and all that. This is the type of music that you can listen to. I will listen to this when I'll be studying for a test that I know I'm about to fail. But I still like the music. That's Vanilla uh, Footsteps, the producer. Y'all check him out. super fast. I'd be forgetting what the days are sometimes. One minute you're one age and then all of a sudden you have a 401k plan. Oh wait, that's life. Anyway, but I'm glad everybody can tune back in. This is episode three. Not a minute too far. I'm trying to, trying to get as much as I can done. I'm just seeing how many I could crank out in this uh, thing I'm doing right now. Just seeing how it goes. I appreciate y'all for the support. Uh, thank y'all for hearing my crazy thoughts. Cause I know a lot of people aren't really equipped or like can handle certain things. You know, this generation is everybody's super sensitive to every little thing. But I'm glad y'all can join me. You know, some of y'all probably getting off of work. If y'all are still on work, I my sincerest condolences. I know a part of your soul has died, and. I know that you're probably having a funeral for it right now. So, you know, especially in black churches, that's going. So, you know, some condolences for everyone's souls and in time. It's a double funeral, time and souls working these jobs. Speaking of souls and dying, um, it's always been, this has been like a thing that's always been a topic of discussion. Kind of one of those few things because here in Dissect the Dialogue, for those that don't know, for those... Let me rephrase that. For those that don't know, welcome to Dissect the Dialogue. Again, I am your host, Eric Terrence. I need to start doing that. Start introducing you myself. I'm your host. Um, this is the show where we talk about the most juiciest taboo topics, the stuff that you wouldn't really talk about with everybody else because there's a lot of agents Smiths around, so you got to be careful what you say. Even me right now. For all I know, a red dot could be pointing at my head right now. But, but let's get to the main topic again. So, like I said, uh, this has been a topic that's been going on for centuries. People always questioned it. Pe- many weren't even sure if it was even real. You know, people talk about this and that and the third. But it's, it's been going on. People make this. I'm also, one of my uh, our previous um, episode, I mentioned it. I was discussing industry plans. For those that don't remember that episode, I was discussing industry plans. And I was talking about how a certain individuals, they get to a certain level and how they kind of rose quick with no background that nobody really knew about them. Now I'm going to dive in really deeper. The people that may give them that platform by doing certain deeds. Now, let me pull up this article real quick. Let's check this out. And I want to break this down, too, because I think this is this is perfect. So everybody knows about fraternities and all that, the thing that caused sororities. But 
what is it really? I'll break it down. So, for those that don't know fraternities or sororities, they're established for social, scholastic, professional interests of its members. There are many associated with colleges and universities. Uh, they adopt Greek letters to represent the organizations. As a result, they often refer to as Greek letters, societies, or simply Greek organizations. Hmm. Something about being referred to as a symbol of something kind of sounds like slavery, but we'll get to that later. Now, the word fraternity comes from the Latin word, everything is roots back to Latin, frater, meaning brother. Now, it's often used to describe not only organizations comprised of men, but also women. Originally, both groups were called fraternities, but because that was the only word that existed during the 1800s to describe the type of organization that were, that they were, this may be due to the fact that most of these organizations were originally started by men. Now, the word sorority comes from the Latin word soro, meaning sister. So you're kind of getting the grasp of where I'm getting at. Fraternity is like a brotherhood. Sorority is like a sisterhood. So you get that. Now, I also, there was also this thing that I researched about certain stories that went on in these fraternities and sororities. I know like in movies, it's like a thing to like watch and it's like, oh, that may be cool. Everybody's partying, but that's what they want you to see. The other stuff is, is some of the things that make you not even want to think about signing up for one. So let me look at this article. Uh, in 2012, this is a uh, University of California in Berkeley. This is a 2012 article. In 2012, Brittany Starlin decided to sue the Zeta Phi Beta sorority after what allegedly happened to her during Pledge Week. Starlin claimed she was forced to clean up juice from the floor using her back and act as a trash can for the other girls, taking whatever garbage they had and carrying it in her pockets. Based on her account, it went beyond humiliation, though. Starlin claimed things reached a physical level when she and other pledges were forced to stay awake all night without being permitted to use the bathroom. They were also allegedly forced to stand for hours, and when Starling's leg gave out, she claimed the member hit her ankle with a book, quote, injuring her severely. The emotional and physical trauma eventually culminated in Starling's decision to leave the school. Mm. But just think about that. All that stuff that she went through, and people still promote this lifestyle. And it's not just sororities, fraternities, gangs, cops, and even the industry. But, like, it's never really addressed. They may mention it, but it's never really addressed. And this is what the main focus is, these secret societies. And I believe that there is a bunch running around that no one really discussed. Now, some of y'all probably thinking, why were they created? Well... That's what I'm probably thinking. Why are they created? Probably to hide some things from them that they don't want to think. But I believe, and this is just my take on it, I believe certain secret societies are created where certain functions and certain memberships, they get a group of people who I believe can be easily to manipulate and also a great vessel to influence. I'll make an example. The way, think of like how rap music is, or like just any certain genre of music. You look at these individuals and you see that 
you know, they don't even look like they were hard to fly. But they make good content. Some people may like what they say, or maybe they like how they may seem like a guy next door, a girl next door, you know, whatever. And then the higher ups, those people in low secret society see that and think, hmm, maybe we could use him for a way to kind of distract the masses into what's really going on in the world. Because that's the key. You confuse the masses because most people are probably dumb in general. So they use these guys to confuse the masses. They put them on a high platform. They pay attention to whatever they do. That's why you have these celebrity stalkers. You have people, like, you ever, like, had a comment? Like, I literally would have conversations with people about saying how certain rappers weren't even all of that. And I know, I know men that would literally try to threaten to kill me if I ever say something about their favorite artist or their favorite that's what they're here for. They're here to cause confusion and, co- and cause chaos in the masses to hide people from what's really going on in the world. So they create this narrative of just basically nonsense just to keep people free, like on a low vibration just so they can pretty much laugh at them so they can just do whatever they do. It's almost like a real sick joke. Now, who can join? Is the question now? As you just, as I just mentioned, and they mentioned a lot about this, and a lot of Freemasonry groups and all that. Who can join? I mean, as far as I know, all genders can join. Of course, you know, obviously, at one point, fraternities were a man and woman thing, but they separated it, probably for a good cause, uh, to do it like that from fraternities and sororities. So they all have their own secret agenda. They all have their blueprint on what they want to do as far as confusing the masses and i think that's their main purpose just to get a bunch of people all together they have to follow certain instructions they have to give them certain guidelines you know don't say any of this thing don't do this or else consequences and repercussions just like the movie (laughs) just like like there'll be consequences and repercussions those will occur. And I believe that's definitely out there true. Now, who are the gatekeepers? That's, I think they're meant to be unknown, but I think what a real gatekeeper is just someone that I mean, it's exactly what it is. It's just people that you see at a higher position. Usually it's very quick over time. Like, they gradually increase over time, but it's not like, uh, you know, most people, they kind of, it's very slow, and they really work, 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 and then eventually, they'll have some position. These gatekeepers, most of them, it's usually, like, every year, they, like, have, like, a high rank, like, every year, and it's, like, kind of odd, like, that. I remember he was, it's kind of like when, when you're at a job, and you remember, like, a, a person that, that was the cashier with you. Y'all was both y'all was both sweeping the floor. Y'all was both washing dishes. Then all of a sudden, like three months later, the same person you was washing dishes would become the manager, and you just sitting there like, wait. Then the worst thing is he tries to act like he wasn't the dishwasher three three months ago. So I think that's who the main gatekeepers are. The kind of kind of people that are you know very very opportunists like like they do any and everything to get to a high a stature. Now, I mentioned Freemasons. Now, 
What are they exactly is the question. Now, Freemasons are just like any fraternity. Uh, they go back to the Stonemasons from the end of the 13th century. For those that don't know what a Stonemason is. They're basically a person that uh, cut, prepares, and builds stone. That's the main definition of it. Uh, put the words together where it's Freemason. It's just a member that his main purpose, I believe, is to kind of be the structure of certain things that goes on in the world. They, they have to follow certain rules. They have to craft in, in their way, they have to craft this certain stone, cut certain things out, add certain things, take oaths. Now, some, some of them, because there's different types. People always think that the, the biggest trick that the certain Freemasons did, they, they made them seem that they were... Just all, you, you, you know, you see a lot of them in pictures. All of them are usually very older white men. That's the biggest trick. They, 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 they do that intentionally. But they, they tell you that it's either older white men or no women can join. And there's plenty of, I mean, I just mentioned sorority. Sororities are basically, uh, could be, if you want to connect it to free Freemasonry, you can because they basically do the same principles. Now, how are they compared the two? I mean, how? I mean, that's the main. How does Hollywood and these secret societies connect? They all kind of follow a certain code of ethics, for like, which I don't even really consider. But you just follow a set of rules. They have like a guideline of what to do and what not to do. You see, like when you're in a college and you be a part of this group, now you think everything's gonna be all peach and cream, kind of like when you get into the uh, in the industry per se, and you think everything is going good. You see everybody, everybody how smiling, everything's peachy cream. Then you start to notice the darkness that comes with it. Some some something's not adding up. You start seeing next thing you think. Everything's gonna be, you know, a ray of sunshine. Next thing you know, you see cow and pig crap in buckets, and uh, you sticking your hand in the toilet, thinking you, thinking you, putting your hands in stuff. But it's really, it's just really sick things that goes on. That's why I never was into it because I, I, I knew it was like some weird stuff going on. Because like I always hear these stories, of like how, you know. Like hazing, like I always hear these stories and like how people are like degraded and all this, but they do that just so because they have a thing in Freemasonry, they have a thing where they say humility before greatness. And what that means is in order to, for, to get the trust in the higher ups, you have to be able to know what it's like to just be just make a complete fool out of yourself. Understand what it's like to just be made up of a complete fool and that you're willing to do whatever. Basically, it means just you you willing to do whatever to, to get where you, where you want to be. 
And once they see that, then they'll put their trust in you and then they'll, they'll teach you different steps. They'll give you guidelines on uh, what not to do, what, what not to say. Then they'll brand you. They'll put different brands on you. Almost kind of kind of similar to like a slave, slave in a way. If you want, if you want to make that case, they put brands on you, and it's almost like almost all these things connect. Like from the armies to you know police, you know law enforcement, from doctors, lawyers, judges, all that's connect. They all have similar practices. They all have a pro filtering out process when they have a newcomer in. Up oh, sports, I forgot to mention sports, and just any form of entertainment. It's like, it's like, it's very similar. Like they all have to follow these sort of guidelines and they do that so they can confuse the masses. Cause they know if anybody tries to figure out the stuff that's not going on, especially if they say anything wrong, they're gonna realize that their plan, the higher elite's plan is pretty much not, is gonna, gonna falter basically. And then once, especially when, when a lot of these people go rogue and then, you know, you, you hear the phrase, they break the oath. What is breaking the oath? But like I mentioned, when, when they break the oath, it basically means that they're pretty much tired of the BS, for lack of better words. They're tired of living this lie that they have to hold their tongue to hold some set of standard that doesn't mean anything. They're kind of not living their true self in a way. And a lot of... You see a lot of these deaths with these stars. You notice if you connect the dots how before any individual surprisingly dies, they always say like little liners or certain things that may, it may come out. It may come, it come like a Freudian slip. It may just accidentally slip out, but they know what they meant. And then out of, out of the blue, they always have like that same type of death. They always like end up in like a, an abandoned apartment or like a hotel room with no one's around. Or like if there's drug activity, they try to make it seem like he overdosed. Or if they seem depressed, they'll try to stage a suicide. It's it's it's, it's always been there. Just like how there's scripts, and, you know how movies they go by scripts. The the world that we live in, they go by a script too. The world stage, they have to go by a script. It's almost the same story every time. Then, when they realize that the story doesn't add up, they gotta make up some things. Like, uh, uh, this person died because of head trauma. <laughs> like, head trauma? <laughs> like, what did he fall on? Like, it doesn't even, it does, like, the stories don't really add up. Then, then they have all these crisis actors, they stage these 911 calls. And, like, you can tell it's, like, so fake because even, like, what they'll say like, oh, I noticed him. Then I didn't know what to do. It looked like he was moving. But then they said in like five minutes ago, oh, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Then they said, oh, they, they, just, they just mix up everything. They mix up a lot of things. And they do that just to, you know, cut them out, basically. Now, I know people was probably saying... Are there different ethnicities of these secret societies? Oh yeah, definitely. There, there's especially there's plenty of um, black masons. There's plenty of black fraternities as well. People don't know that too. If you look up the black boule, 
that's a known uh, fraternity slash, you know, Masonic, whatever. And they pretty much go by the same guidelines. Um, a man named Henry Mitten. Uh, he he was he's from Philly. Uh, him and a few friends. And this is 1904. Him and a few friends uh, wanted to said, hmm, we should start our own group, especially for black people with achievements. That's what he said. He wanted them with achievements. Uh, and throughout time, you know, it grew. It grew in like big numbers. It even reached like Hollywood like status. And they pretty much go on the same guidelines and they go by the same, they go by the same stature. Like when you see a lot of these civil rights, uh, so-called activists hanging uh, with these certain individuals wearing cloths, same thing. Same thing. They, they go by the same principles. And it's all just right in front of our faces. And like, we're just, we just don't even, we just don't even know what's going on. We think these individuals, oh, especially for black people, we think just because, oh, they're black, you can't talk about them. Oh, well, well my thing is, no matter, it doesn't matter what your race is, everybody that's in that realm done some dirt to some capacity. Now, yes, so the, so the black boule, um, it was an invitation-only tuxedo gathering of some of the most prominent, powerful black men in America who say they're struggling to divide their responsibility to other black men, the ones that NAACP calls endangered. <laughs> the irony about this is boule is a Greek word. <laughs> That's the irony of it. Designating the council community leaders who advise kings. The reference members of the 3,000 men worldwide fraternity is highly intentional. Say, we don't want to appear as if we live remaining above the problems of most black people. We know we didn't hear solely by the den of our own hard work. We owe a lot of people. We have to give back to our brothers and sisters. So I'll, I'll clarify something. There's no, I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying they just don't come out as clean as we, as we think that they are, you know. And just like any other secret society, they're always around. There are doctors, our judges, lawyers, and teachers, and they all go by a certain set of rules. And I think they do that because they want to keep everybody in check, almost like a mental population control. Think of it like that, like a mental population control. They don't want to, they want to keep everything in line because if you, if you speak out about the stuff that's wrong in the world, then the money slows down. Then when the money slows down, the opportunities slow down. Then when the opportunities slow down, then it's just the few moments that when you realize, eh, I might have to decide what I'm going to wear for my casket. So they all got to go through it. Well, how people that sign up for it, that's what they got to go through. One of the biggest, you know, uh, the movie... For those that know the usual suspects, uh, there was a quote, people know the quote, that um, the greatest trick the devil pulled was convince the world that he doesn't exist. People need to understand that there's evil all around, but there it's masking itself as something good. You see these individuals and you think that there's have good intentions and they then... Once you realize you you see it's, you know it's, it's like Superman, 
you know, when you watch the movie, like it was super in the first song, then when you realize it's a green screen, you probably got strain, probably got CGI. It's the same thing. Same thing. You can't always depend on these celebrities. They're not our saviors. And I think that's the major problem with a lot of people. There's a lot of people that see celebrities as their deities. They see them as, a, as someone they should worship. When it's not the case, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're leading you to the wrong path. And I think until we get that, we have to stop. We have to learn that, that they're around us all. They're all around and we got to be careful who we share that information to because they have an agenda too. They may, it's like they're, they're double agents in a way. They're double agents. They, they, I think Malcolm X had a, a theory about, it was like the wolf and the fox. He was comparing it like to the political parties, how the fox was more dangerous than the wolf. And I'm paraphrasing, but the fox is more dangerous than the wolf. Because the wolf comes off as someone that's ferocious and scary. So you're always on guard when the wolf comes at you. Whereas the fox seems friendly. He seems like some, a person, like a fox can be, you know, a person that you may seem friendly. You may seem like it's harmless. You know, seem like you could tell him. Every, in all your secrets, but you realize that fox has a different because a fox are known as being sly. You never really expect their next move. They don't really tell you their next move. Like, you know how people say, like, you know, I'm making moves silently. A fox really makes his move silently because you never know what the fox is going to go after. A lot of these guys that's in these societies are really foxes. Or you know, rules and sheet clothing. Whatever metaphor you want to make, that's what they are. You know. You got to be careful with who you spread the information to anyway. Because there's a lot of agents rolling around. And you never know who it is. I don't know. You're, I don't know. You're, maybe your cousin or your grandfather could probably be in a secret side of you. You don't know. You know, you tell them one thing and they probably tell you, like, oh, don't say that. Watch out for it. I know, you know, that's Gram, Gram, Gramps. And, you know, I know Gramps taught you fishing and, you know, let you watch the football game, but Gramps will put a, probably put a red dot to your head. Nah, let me stop. But this is what's all around us. There's a lot of secret societies all around that's hiding the truth from us. And we're literally just our eyes, walking eyes wide shut to a lot of the things that's going on. And we need to have an immediate change for that. We can't have any more stories about these colleges and just in general people abusing people and degrading them just to get to some some place of position that's made up a chief financial service. They be making. I don't know who be coming up with these titles of these. Corporate ladders. This is all just stupid to me. It's like they make them up every time they go. That's why I try not to get too caught up with that. But it's it's everywhere around. It's all around. But, um, yeah, again, I'd like to thank y'all for listening. Again, I, I don't know. It may sound like I was kind of scatterbrained with it because I was really contemplating on what I want to talk about because I didn't want to say too much on it. 
but I knew I had to say it too. I probably had to like get real in depth with. I might do like a certain parts to some of these segments because I know if I really dive in to it, I could probably like get some people ears perked up to some of this stuff. But I know that once, nothing. Plus, I have like a lot of things going on, getting personal wise. So. This is really something that, you know, kind of impromptu, but I still had it pretty much down pat. But, um, you know, I appreciate y'all for listening, you know. Keep on showing support. Again, you can listen on Anchor as well. I know that's on Spotify too, but you can listen on Anchor as well. Um, again, my IG is, is also my name too. Classy 2 wise underscore 1. Y'all can check me over there. Um. You know, stay up to what's going on around the world. Don't be blind. Don't let the smoke cloud your eyes. Don't fall asleep in a dream and wake up in a nightmare. Change your reality. Don't let someone try to paint your picture. And uh, I'll see y'all in the next video. Until then, peace. I'll see y'all in the next one.